Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sen, and I am passionate about frugal and simple living. I think that like money, life can be messy and rarely fits inside of a cash envelope. So if you're ready for a grace-filled money discussion, you've come to the right place. So like you, I too have been feeling the pinch at the grocery store over the last couple of years. And like you, I also have mounting frustrations about my constantly changing grocery budget. I feel like I spend all of this money for just a couple of bags of groceries. It's not that much. We're not wasting things. We're not throwing it away. But feeding six people on a daily basis has gotten out of hand. (laughs) And we eat, I would say, 98% of our meals at home. It is very rare for us to go out to eat, quote unquote, unless it's a special occasion. Last weekend, we were at Sam's and we took our kids to the cafe at Sam's Club to get hot dogs and for them, not for us. And that was literally (laughs) the only time in several weeks that we've gone, quote unquote, out. So I know. But today I wanted to share a few things that I am doing and that I have done to save money on groceries. And hopefully these ideas are practical tips that will help you. So a few ways that I am combating constantly rising grocery prices. So my first one would be meal planning based on what we have at home first. So traditionally when you make a meal plan, You would look at your calendar, see what nights you're going to be home, and then just kind of pick out what you want to eat. But the first thing that I do is go through my refrigerator and see what needs to be used up first. So we're reducing waste. We're not throwing away groceries because statistically in the United States as a whole, we throw away about half the food that we purchase. It goes completely uneaten and gets thrown into a landfill. And that's not just wasting money, it also has an impact on the planet. So I read on earth.org that food waste in the U.S. is equivalent to the greenhouse emissions of 37 million cars. So all of that disposed food is bagged up and inside those garbage bags, it emits methane. And so there is a global impact That's not just, you know, wasting a food, particularly when almost 40% of the country is food insecure. So just a lot to think about. I'm guilty of it too. We all, we all have times when, you know, we're not going to be perfect at it. We're going to end up throwing stuff away unintentionally. We get sick and we don't eat everything. We get busy and we don't eat everything. But I'm personally just trying to be a little bit more intentional about that. So let me give you an example. Last week, my husband was grilling burgers and he we bought some potatoes. And I was looking in the refrigerator and I knew we had half of an onion and a handful of carrots. And I said, hey, babe, save me one of those potatoes. And I ended up making a delicious creamy potato and corn chowder. I just used some corn we had in the freezer, that half an onion, that potato, and a myriad of other ingredients. And I was able to whip that up. We actually had it for dinner one night and then had the leftovers for dinner two nights later. And they were absolutely delicious. (laughs) 
amazing the second night because everything had kind of sat in the fridge and melded together. So good. Um, but coming up with a plan to use up those leftovers is crucial when it comes to saving money on groceries. So it may be if you have some leftover buns, you make French toast out of them. One of the things that we do is I will make what I, French toast waffles basically is what it is. You just follow a basic French toast recipe. And so I'll do this when I have leftover hamburger buns or hot dog buns. I use duck eggs because we have ducks. I will let the bread kind of soak in the egg overnight. And then I use a waffle iron to cook it. My kids absolutely love it. It's a really easy way to, you know, use up some leftovers and, um, a quick, easy breakfast. Another tip for avoiding food waste. I like to buy in bulk. I think that it's helpful for my family, but we have to develop a good rotation. So if you have a smaller family, if you're single, if it's just you and a roommate or you and a partner or you and a partner and one child, like if, if you don't have a larger family buying in bulk for perishable items might not benefit you if those items are getting wasted. So really, if you're going to buy on in bulk, focus on more shelf stable items, but we will rotate everything out. So we actually went through our pantry this weekend, made sure that everything was in order of expiration date. We had one item that had expired. It was something that my husband bought on a whim that nobody was going to eat beside him. And so I was happy that we weren't throwing a ton of things away, even though I was disappointed about that one thing, um, that having a regular rotation of your pantry according to expiration dates will reduce some of that waste. Also remixing and redeeming leftovers. I actually don't love leftovers. I don't love eating the same things multiple days in a row. So I will do my best to remix them, redeem them. So for example, if I make a sheet pan meal of chicken and vegetables, I will then probably make a chicken cracker casserole or a chicken pot pie. Actually, guys don't love the taste of leftover chicken. I think it has a very distinct taste. My family doesn't seem to notice it. I do. <laughs> so I will make them a chicken pot pie and I will eat a salad. <laughs> Or a bowl of cereal because I cannot do leftover reheated poultry. However, my family eats it. I know a lot of people that do. So just taking, um, or say like a, a like chili. If we have leftover chili, I'll make a cornbread crust and then make a chili pie. It is so good. My kids love it. And so just finding ways to mix up your leftovers so that you're not eating the same thing over and over again, getting burned out, and then trashing it. I also like to prep produce ahead of time. So I will peel and chop carrots and store them in some water. I will pull grapes off the stem. I will cut up fruits and have everything stored in clear containers at the front of the refrigerator so we can see it. And that way, just that prepping of produce saves me so much time throughout the week if I just go ahead and do it the day I do my shopping. And that way, I'm not taking time every day to prepare. It's already done. Maybe it's not saving me time in the long run. I don't know, but it feels like it is. We're also fortunate that we have a freezer 
So I do have storage space. I know most people don't, but I, I will freeze things when I've made a pot of chili and I realize it's more than we're going to eat tonight, or I've made a casserole and it's more than we're going to eat tonight. I will freeze it. And then about once a month, we just eat from the freezer and I don't have to cook. So that saves us grocery money. It saves me time. It reduces mental fatigue. You know the drill. So my next tip is going to seem mind-numbingly simple, but it is buy foods you like and you know you're going to eat. I know that that seems so easy, but we get caught up in this where we go to Kroger on a Thursday and we suddenly think that we're a different person who's only going to eat lentils and kale. And if you don't like lentils and kale, then then don't buy them. Don't waste your money buying foods that you don't like or that you're only buying because it's trendy or because you heard it was super healthy. But when you eat it, you hate it. (laughs) I'm not saying don't buy healthy foods. And I'm not saying don't try new things. You can absolutely try new things. But if you know that your family likes a certain pasta sauce and doesn't like the cheaper option and the cheaper option is going to get thrown away, then don't buy it. The most expensive food you buy is the, the food you don't eat, is the food that gets thrown away. So only buying what you know you will eat will save you money. My next tip is to avoid going to the grocery store for just one thing. We've all been there. It is a Thursday night. It's been a long day. We're going to make spaghetti because that's all we have the mental capacity to make. And we realize we don't have pasta sauce. And so we run into a Publix to grab our pasta sauce. We walk all the way through the store. We see all the sale items. We think of things that we need to grab. And then we've spent $47 when all we were going to buy was a $3 jar of pasta sauce. So try to avoid the, oh, I just need to pick up one thing because it's never just one thing. It's always 10 items or more. We're never, we never get to use the express line because it's always too many things, but try to avoid that um, by just better planning, which kind of segues into my next tip, which is to have meal components or an emergency meal at home. And an emergency meal can be a frozen pizza. It can be a box of grits and you make cheese grits. It can be a bag of meatballs in the freezer that you dump in the crock pot and put a sauce over. Having components of meals is really helpful for when you're burned out. Mom might be sick and you're still having to feed kids. You've had a busy day. You're going through some emotional things. Like the the triggers that you have when you would go to the drive-thru have some components of meals to use on those nights. I'm not saying you can never go to a drive-thru again because I don't tell people how to spend their money. I just, for myself, I want to save my eating out money for something that I know I'm going to enjoy and something that I'm absolutely looking forward to. Bulk up your meals using vegetables. So one of our favorite recipes in our house is Indian butter chicken. I found the recipe on Pinterest and I make it at least once a month. It is so easy. 
but one of the ways that I bulk it up is by adding vegetables. So I will chop up some cauliflower. I will add some peas and carrots. When you're making a chili, add an extra can of beans or add a can of corn. If you're making a soup, add some extra soup vegetables. Bulk it up with vegetables. It's going to be healthier. It's going to go further and it's definitely going to save you money. I don't particularly enjoy cooking. I don't love it. It's not my favorite thing in the world. I do it because I need to feed my family. I love them and I don't want them to be hungry. So one of the ways that I save my sanity while cooking and also save money is by having kind of a meal plan cheat sheet. So I know on Mondays, we're going to have a sheet pan meal. On Tuesdays, we're going to have some form of taco. On Wednesdays, we're going to have leftovers. So either I make enough on Monday or Tuesday to have leftovers, or it's a combination of both. On Thursday, it's a crock pot meal. And on Friday, it's my kids have pizza. Those Aldi pizzas, y'all, are legit good. They're like a French bread pizza. And after the holidays, they marked all of their Christmas tree and Christmas star-shaped pizzas down to 99 cents. So I stocked up. And that's also an emergency meal for me. <laughs> Mom's tired. We're going to have a star-shaped pizza. But on Friday nights, my kids will have a pizza. And then my husband and I will have like a curry or maybe try a new recipe. And that's kind of our at-home date night. But having some sort of cheat sheet where you can turn your mind off and not really have to think about cooking and meal planning is going to be very beneficial. Planning your leftovers really does help. So like I said, on Wednesday nights, we'll have leftovers from Monday or Tuesday or a combination of both. So knowing when you're going to use something up having a plan for it gives you a night off, but it's also going to reduce waste. Okay. I would love some of your tips. So I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Lydia Sin. I'm Lydia Sin on YouTube and TikTok and all the places on Facebook or Frugal Debt Free Life because that's the name of my blog, but I don't really, I don't really do Facebook. It's such a negative experience. Anyway, you can also find this episode and any episode you may have missed at frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash podcast. You can check out any episode. There's information in the show notes, and I would love it if you would leave a review or share this podcast with your friends. And in fact, we're going to be, I say we, it's just me over here. It is me and me alone. I am going to be giving away a $50 Amazon gift card to someone who shares this podcast on Instagram. So tag me on Instagram, tag the podcast on Instagram, share it in your stories. There are a few rules. You do have to be 18 or over to enter, and you do have to have a public Instagram account. This is going to run through February 9th. 2023 at midnight central time so i would love it if you would share the show and get people talking get people listening sharing this message of hope and debt freedom thank you for listening thank you for being here and i'll talk to you soon